Welcome to episode 57 of Cyclops is Waiting for Me, an X-Men, the animated series weekly recap podcast. I'm JC, and I'm so desperate for alcohol right now, I'm literally drinking natural lime White Claw. <laughs> and I'm Rod. I'm drinking as well. It's an exciting day for me. <laughs> but it's the same can as the previous episode, it Rod. Is. It's still exciting. And joining us is Joe Russo. We're trying we're trying to like sprinkle in like your different credits and stuff. So we're gonna talk about a couple movies you've done. Endgame. Do, I, you should, you should I, put out a movie called Endgame. I should make a movie called Avenge Her. <laughs> yes. That's that's what I should do. You've been doing uh, your OnlyFans research. I oh, yes, God. that's right. I'm gonna go on OnlyFans <laughs> for research. That's right. If you've been paying attention, that's slowly what we're learning about me. Was it really uh, worth going on this show to have your career ended? <laughs> <laughs> I finished my White Claw a long time ago. Is that the title of the movie? Should be. Cyclops is Waiting for Me is our weekly recap podcast series where we're going back and watching every single episode of the original 1992 X-Men the animated series in their original intended script order, building up to the release of X-Men 97 coming in Disney Plus this year. So far, none of us have seen a trailer, but... So I have... Because my name is Joe Russo, and I'm a fan of Marvel and X-Men. We're a recap show about a series that came out over 30 years ago. There will be spoilers. If you don't want to spoil it for you, pause the podcast, watch the episode, come back. We'll do our best to avoid spoiling anything that happens in future episodes or trailers from the upcoming series, which none of us have actually seen, sadly, because Disney will not sponsor us in any way. <laughs> and I don't still don't believe you. <laughs> And don't forget to follow us on social media at Cyclops IWFM Pod on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and Facebook. And of course, make sure to follow us on your favorite podcast services. And finally, we record these episodes in batches right now. We are halfway through, so three and four are going to get nice and loopy. And we'll also be behind on the news that's not happening. Now, on to the show. <laughs> Today, we're talking about Season 4, Episode 20, titled Beyond Good and Evil, Part 3, The Lazarus Chamber. It aired on November 18, 1995, currently sits at an 8.0 star rating on IMDb. This is the weakest performing episode of this crossover, but I agree because we were all talking about it beforehand. There's the fewest notes on of, of this episode. Well, it's the least story-focused one. It's the more action-focused one, and... You know, there's only so much you can do with that. I, yeah, I was, uh, I was commenting before we started recording. I was afraid that I accidentally backspaced half my notes because usually I have like, I can tell like how long each one is. And this one's like surprisingly short. I thought, yeah, but half the story. Yeah, some good action. There's some fun stuff. They do some cool things cool things it opens with a future heist well it opens with bishop walking again oh no not that <laughs> that green day song starts playing uh, no bishop's walk, long walk part three <laughs> <laughs> and then the path just kind of gets messed up pretty quickly and he's you like know, finally something's happening <laughs> it is pretty annoying to me like re-watching them back to back to back like that that like he always seems to be the exact same distance like it, just, it never seems like he's getting closer for him it's only been six minutes okay fair yeah. does, yeah, does, does that help been. is that right no there's no perception of how long it's been because well, apocalypse no, because everything has been that's there. happening in apocalypse yeah no but apocalypse has been there for he literally says centuries right so i don't know i'm gonna throw it out there this is interstellar rules the closer you get to the black hole let's call that the center of the axis time uh -huh. moves faster there Interesting. I don't know. Because yeah. otherwise, he would have figured out a way to murder Bender at this point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for sure. The best X-Men character of all time. <laughs> so the path that they're on starts erupting a little bit. We get a flash of Apocalypse's hand working on the machines. And then there's also him getting a view of Tyler and Cable who are climbing that mountain that we saw at the end of the ah, last episode. Future heist. 
<laughs> so you see there are two important aspects to future heist one is the defense dome which is yes. surrounding the area where the government is holding their time machine because every government had a time machine yes and then the power station especially the one in, in Cairo. in Cairo. Yep. I, I do i did really like i forgot to mention this last episode but i would really like the animation on the dome yeah it's like, really cool how like a, you only see like a small part of the visible Thing yeah, it's pretty, yeah, exactly. It's it's invisible, but I mean, the, the only thing is the radar thing does make it a little like. What's the point of the invisibility yeah, it, if you've bad. got radar that? It's, it's bad design in real life, but yeah. But also, yeah. also but putting the power visually, station. Cool, visually. cool effect, bad strategy. Yeah. Also yes. putting the power station outside yeah. of the, the shield. The fact yeah. that from, from one mountaintop you could see both locations. Yeah. Yes. At least it wasn't a beam in the sky. They were they were kind of asking to have it stolen. Let's, let's, <laughs> just, let's just be real. <laughs> so within the power station, the rest of Cable's crew are taking down a bunch of robots, and then they get attacked by the power lifter from Alien. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Several of them. Yeah, and, and it, they just kind of like like get swiped off camera, essentially. Cable doesn't really know that his team is having a failure at the moment, but he tries to, to run in and he ends up getting shot. Tyler starts to get attacked. He's able to take down the first robot that goes to him, but there's a second robot. And you're just like waiting for Tyler to die because Cable's like, I'm going to go do this alone. And then his, his only son is like by himself. And then the robot, it's, it's like, I was just waiting for that to be the moment. You oh. just wanted to the man to watch his son die, Rod? No, it's, it's just that that's just a setup. You know, that's the trope, like the kid in danger, even if the kid's full grown. I love when Cable, Cable's like, I'll be back. <laughs> I know you're getting killed right now, but don't worry, I'll be back. So as Cable's running back up there, his team ends up succeeding. They drop the, the dome, which they know they're only going to have a few seconds. Tyler ends up getting knocked off the top cliff, but ends on one that's like right above Cable. And he basically is like, Dad, keep going. Don't fuck this up. Yeah, that was that choice the Cable had, is to choose the mission or his son. And he, of course, he chose the mission. And then we get, like, part of part of what we were talking about as we are like, getting ready for this one, there's not a ton that is happening from a plot perspective. It's lots of great action moments that are leading up to this. But Cable runs in, he's hacking, he's he's getting shot and uh, shot at and stuff like that. And he just makes his way further into the, the facility. And he gets down to the ship called Grey Malkin. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about Gray Malkin, and I only knew that's what he called it because of the captions. You know, what like is a Gray Malkin, JC? The address to Professor X's Institute is 1407 Gray Malkin Lane. Interesting. That raises so many questions. Huh. If it's like a reference or if that was the mansion or something. Because, you know, when he when he goes into Gray Malkin, he mentioned he took like shuttles and stuff. So I guess it was supposed to show the scale of it or pad for time. I don't know. I, both. But right. did it, but did it <laughs> also remind you of the Corsair episode where there it literally reminded me of the, the shuttle that they were going under the, true, the mansion the grounds. grounds on, too? Oh, so, yeah. So did that whole area just get t- turned into the time machine and then move to Cairo? See, I, I but but it also is a ship, so it yeah. can move. Yeah, it's just funny that Cairo, huh. the Cairo government, is the one that inherited. So the at New some York. point in the future, they turn the X Mansion into a ship that could move away from upstate New York. I don't think that's the case, but they definitely <laughs> dropped in the Easter egg. Huh. Or, or Xavier's like, we need to build a dome around this thing, and I'm only rebuilding this so many times. <laughs> so. There also, in 2008, was a young X-Man who was introduced, whose name was also Gray Malkin. Oh. The child of the two original landowners from that, that area. First name of the dad, also Charles. Weird coincidence. And he was locked underground for 200 years. Oh, jeez. Oh. Yeah. 
Parenting. (laughs) This show gives so many great parenting tips, doesn't it? My my old quirk on just the captions. So, like, I watch with captions because for some reason I can't hear without captions. They spell Gray Malkin at least three different ways. Oh, interesting. (laughs) That's pretty funny. It's fine. The way I wrote it down, it literally looks like Gray Walkin. So, I I just know the name because of of the comics. I think think at one point they they spelled it like Gray Malakan or something like that. Oh, boy. (laughs) So, Cable continues to go further under, boots up the ship, starts to take off and immediately has a guidance failure. This is always a good sign. It's the time machine check engine light. Yeah, yeah, but that's the, is that Apocalypse fucking with him or what? why does that happen? That part is not clear. Yeah. It's, it's, it's given a little bit of like maybe Apocalypse had something to do with it because Apocalypse is watching it happen and he's saying that Cable has a service to provide, mm-hmm. but it's not actually clear of how he would have made that happen. Right. Because he, he does reach out something in the axis of time and like it looks like he grabs a circuit yeah. or something and it but, but yeah it's really obscure like what he's doing I think we have to take that that logical leap that that is why that happened because otherwise it's like well how is he going to provide the service and he is, is it is established he's the most powerful individual at the axis of time right now right which we're going to talk about in a second creates disturbances for others who are going through that time travel. So they end up landing the ship at the present day mansion. And everything like, happens in the 90s. Everything happens in the 90s, no doubt. And you see Storm, Cable, Wolverine have some interaction there. They basically start briefing Cable about the missing psychics. And Cable does not give a shit. He's yeah. like, I don't, I don't care about that. I just want Apocalypse. I gotta kill Apocalypse. He's, for, for a guy who is looking at time as a whole he really only cares about removing apocalypse from the timeline yes he he gets very tunnel visioned when it comes to how he's going to fix the future very very specifically yes mm-hmm. he, but yeah i think he's an actual little vengeance because of his son because his knowledge of his son's dead is he's, his son dead no but no but like because he just left him he left him he in, left in, him in a vulnerable die. position yes. yeah where he's like he's like if i don't fix time then, then my son will die yeah. yes <laughs> yes right as, as opposed to if i go through and mess up time for five millennia then maybe my son doesn't get born not cable's concern yeah (laughs) i don't know if it was this point in the episode or at some point in this four-parter part of the mansion was destroyed again that is later and yes okay i wrote that i wrote that down as a note and i don't know why there was no reason why one of the legs of the gray malkin crash gray malkin into it that was no because he was in the front yard that's what i thought too i was very confused i think that because that, that, I think, happens in the next episode. But I think that is because there was just a legacy image from, like, the Juggernaut attack from forever ago uh-huh. that that was l- just left in. I don't know. It oh, was wow. it made no sense. Yeah, it was very strange. That it was, was like that one, like, writer intern that's just like, we haven't destroyed the mansion. Yeah, like, I literally episodes. thought that maybe he just, like, crashed Grey Malkin no. into, the, <laughs> into the mansion at some point. No. The, the non-spoiler spoiler is there was destruction for no reason. But Professor X is hearing this whole thing in Professor X is the one who starts to see the connection. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, if you see the connection, get your team together. And like, <laughs> Cable's just like, I'm going to take over this operation, guys. And Psylocke mentally beams in. She's like, what is this? It's a sci-fi convention? Because uh, <laughs> all the good guys are together finally. Uh, yeah, I was right. really, really waiting to see where you were going to go with that. <laughs> That's that could be the secondary that did name not of the happen. Yep. Beast is using very primitive 3D modeling technology where he's creating a computer model of what is happening with the time stream to try to figure out what had happened to Bishop. And basically the theory that he's working with, and he's like, but the computer model works, is that 
when two entities were going through the time stream together, the stronger one creates a wake and basically knocks the other one off course, which... Like a backdraft. Exactly what happened. Yeah, not a backdraft. What's it with planes? Oh, I know we're talking about. Yeah, slipstream. Is it a slipstream? I don't know. Sounds right. Sounds right. We see that Cyclops and Warren are interrogating Sabretooth, and Scott goes into full Scott mode, where he says, "You're too stupid to come up with this on your own. Who's your boss?" Also, I like that he's wearing the Hannibal Lecter mask. I I actually appreciated that too because. In the past, they're just like, this guy can literally bite your hand off. Like, yeah. maybe put something to protect yourself. And they yeah. finally yeah. did it. Makes sense. Or even like any of the stuff he's like being held down with. Yeah. He is too stupid to have He's yeah, absolutely too stupid. Yeah. But he won't, he won't reveal what's going on. And he tells him to suck rocks. Yeah. Which is like. It's a very 90s insult. Yeah. It's one that I'm going to start using. Yeah. <laughs> Next time JC comments on my Twitter about pizza, I'm going to say suck rocks. I can't wait to report you and get your Twitter banned. <laughs> <laughs> for impersonating Joe Russo. Uh, um, oh no! Wolverine arrives and and tells them that they're being called to the war room, and then he releases Sabretooth before locking the door behind them. Dramatic! It's that thing where he's like, "Okay, fine, I'm gonna get to fight this dude." Oh, he's you know? he's ready. He's like, yeah. "All right, let's let's all go down for this shit." In the war room, they're basically just kind of having this ongoing you know conversation around strategy, how we're gonna work together, and Cable lets them know that. Apocalypse needs to recharge using the Lazarus Chamber, and it's about every 100 years. Angel sees that there's periodic dormant times when Apocalypse is being spotted in history, puts two and two together on that. And this is where the footage that we've seen in the previously on and the past previously on came from. Yes. Yes. Flashback. (laughs) Time travel, baby. (laughs) And Cable acknowledges that in his time, he has destroyed the Lazarus Chamber, but because Apocalypse controls time, they have to go back to when it was first built or it doesn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, then Tyler comes in. He's like, Dad, why don't we think of this plan? The first time we did this mission. <laughs> can, I, can, I ask, can I ask a question? He says he destroyed it in his present day, but... I don't remember just, seeing that. Yeah, that didn't happen. I, no. think, I think it was, yeah, it was like an afterlife. Like, well, while we're here... Yeah, yes, <laughs> but it didn't. But they must have gotten edited out of the show. Yes. Okay. No, you were, you were spot on because I, I had the same takeaway. It's like, well, when did that happen? It's yeah. like, oh, well, he, he did leave that facility Place, after yeah. his his team and him got reunited when just Apocalypse like, teleported you know, away. kind of an important little piece of storytelling but anyway i don't know Whatever. you know you know what i think i do think it is is because we are going to see a similar shot happen in the next episode they didn't want to spoil it they just reused the footage a second time because they never do that with this show right that was sarcasm cyclops <laughs> is very focused on the psychics still missing and and you know obviously as it should be it's his wife yeah and my wife (laughs) and he wants to focus like it's more than just about apocalypse in in cable's rivalry with him and at that point wolverine walks in with an unconscious saber tooth which that you know it's funny because at first i was like wait he just defeated him or whatever it's like i forgot he's gone through all this character growth especially like recently when he learned to control his anger and like fight more effectively and stuff so it's like okay so now he has the power you know now he can beat saber tooth very like jedi moment you know? yeah <laughs> but we do get the acknowledgement that it took him a full hour so there there's been the passage of time between that door shutting to now of how long he was beating him up to get that news that he was working for apocalypse and now they know he's the big bad yes <laughs> we got further confirmation on this because we we've, we've made all the assumptions and the yeah. professor sees the connection but 
Sabretooth. That's the one you need to get the confirmation from. That's right. And Xavier is is there and they're like, well, maybe you should just invade his mind and get the rest of the information. And of all times where professors says, I don't do that anymore. And it's like, <laughs> stop, Chuck. Just stop. stop. Just <laughs> do it. This this is this is the moment when all of time and existence is at stake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you just found out. Now yeah. you actually have all the information. Yeah. Yeah. And he gives into peer pressure, at least. Yeah, they bully him into not giving consent. <laughs> <laughs> Professor X goes into Sabretooth's mind. He sees the axis. He sees images of the portals and the clocks and, and stuff like that. And then he's finally convinced that, yes, this is what we need to do because it is more than just the, the master plan of apocalypse to like mess with the modern day. It's like, oh, no, he's going to fuck up everything. Nice. Even though a lot of the others don't even know what apocalypse's plan is yet. Do you think that... If you're in the little space-time continuum thing that Apocalypse is hanging out in right now, if they blow up the Lazarus chamber, if he just stays there forever and zooms in and out of different times, wouldn't he be okay? Yes, they actually acknowledge that. They do? Yep. So this is like a complete fool's errand. They don't know that part, <laughs> but it is a fool's errand. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Nope. They're um, going to let him go anyway. So. Yeah. Right. So everybody is going to, like... Get ready, we're gonna go, and Professor X specifically leads Shard, Rogue, and Jubilee behind, because essentially if they don't succeed, they need one person who's a heavy hitter, they need Jubilee to watch the mansion and do nothing, <laughs> and they need somebody with time travel capabilities. Makes sense. So basically he's just leaving the future in the hands of Shard and Rogue. Yeah. And Naturally. Yeah. And Jubilee will be there for like moral, moral support. support. Yeah. Now, Angel, or sorry, uh, chili Ar- dogs. Yeah, chili dogs. <laughs> Those are chili, chili the dogs in the yeah. first episode. The, the, the chili fries. Yeah, chili fries. Yeah, chili fries. Baby, fries. Baby, yeah. Chili well, fries. That's right. Yeah. Um, Archangel mixing up Sonic the Hedgehog and Jubilee. <laughs> it was still very nineties. <laughs> Archangel was originally going to be held back, but he he very quickly says, "No, no, I've I've realized the error of my ways and like my focus on vengeance." And it's like. I don't know if I believe him. But Wolverine's like, you know, vengeance could come in handy right about now. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, also, he, this has been his singular goal to get revenge in Apocalypse. Why wouldn't you want to go? Anyway. Yeah. So they take off and Apocalypse is watching. Mystique arrives and, and Apocalypse drops the line that I legit don't think I ever used to hear this phrase said before the movie. And now I'm going through media. And it's like yeah. the end game has begun is literally <laughs> dropped in this. I, you, I wonder if that was interesting that you have Joe Russo on an episode where the end game has game? begun. So Joe, was that inspiration for <laughs> Doctor Strange at the end of Infinity War giving tease to the, the last movie? No comment. Okay. <laughs> I found her clip. Okay. Easy editing rod. <laughs> so they're flying through space it seems to be a very bumpy ride and they get there like it was just yeah. it was just a really uncomfortable flight with lots of turbulence yeah, and they and they kind of like sideswipe bishop on the way and he's like, he's like what the <laughs> that's yeah, true well. that's right and his long walk <laughs> again i think he's only been there for like eight minutes Bishop's at this point long walk so they arrive in cairo in 1200 bc storm and warren fly ahead to the pyramid they take a while to get there. Like, they get there when it's still, like, midday and stuff, and then there's just, like... It's a, nice. It's a glamour shot of, like, ancient Egypt. Yeah. Well, yeah. I kind of <laughs> took that as, like, they were waiting for, like, the cover of night or something. Possibly. 
You know, I don't know how sneaky you have to be. Why didn't they just time travel to night? Night time, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of. But they've done that before when Wolverine went up to the Arctic, where there was like a thing that they arrived in the in the night or the mm-hmm. morning, and it was just like there's a time jump for no reason. Yeah, we had to get our shit together. They see the pyramid is unguarded, and they decide that they're going to create a diversion with Storm's favorite power, which is wind. Natural. Cyclops and Cable have a little bit of a moment, and Cyclops is saying, you know, sorry, you're you know about your son. I know what it's like to lose somebody that you love, and Cable gives his like steadfast well i haven't lost him yet that's the benefit of time travel but also unbeknownst of what their relationship to each other is still at this point still we still don't know what their relationship is right that's never revealed in the show the only one who knows is gene oh she does she knows from the other oh wait does she even know that i i don't no, no, know. she only knows about the the Corsair. She knew about the, the Corsair, Corsair stuff. Thing, yeah, yeah, you're right. No, we don't actually. And they shit. also they also never really. They never got into it in the shot. No, no, you're right. Yeah. You're right. You're right. I yeah. was confusing the the two Which father is son funny scenarios. There is so many sinister episodes too. Yeah. Anyway, I think I specifically knew about that story point from one or both. Either the the little like cutout card on the back of the cable action figure, you know, probably, or the cable trading card. Was, and I just remember me and my brother were like, "Whoa!" I mean, uh, his name is literally Nathan Summers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. The, as they're having their their moment, Cyclops keeps pondering why the psychics and Cable just jumps to the the nth degree of 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 it is like, "Well, he's pure evil. Like that's mm-hmm. obviously why." It's, and Beast decides to go philosophical. Well can you really destroy pure evil? And if you do, doesn't it just take some other form? Yeah, like the world world can't exist without the balance. Which is like the counter of what Apocalypse was lamenting before he had his sad Cyclops waiting for me moment in time travel. (laughs) He's like, wait, what if there's always a balance? Meanwhile, Storm is like off the side, like, guys! Guys, conversations. I'm I'm blowing wind here (laughs) still. We're blowing wind for no reason. You know, it's fine. They start walking up to the pyramid and Beast is like, I got this opens the door and is immediately shot in the chest. <laughs> He's not street smart. No. And no, then he we, is book smart. But then we see the debuts of the original Horseman. As we know with Apocalypse, he's had horsemen with him throughout the centuries and such. And we get the moment of Archangel versus Death, which was his position within the team. And I like that Death always gets wings, even though the traditional version of Death in, like, revelations and such has nothing to do with him being up in the air. Angel of Death. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like Apocalypse is like it, how he like saw it happening. So he just always kept that, that wing theme going. Like, I, I mean, I see the scythe, but death, is, yeah, right? death with the wings is like, all right. So these, cool. these horsemen are different than the ones that were in the horsemen episodes earlier in the series. Yeah. Cause yes. this is thousands of years before. Right. Yes. And the, the horsemen apparently are not time traveling with him, with him. Got it. They're going into the, the, the axis, but they're not moving. We haven't seen them in a modern one. And also the character designs were different. Right. So, Got it. And that's when the music sting hits. Mm-hmm. Classic theme song, not the reworked one. Yes. yes. Xavier. Sing it for you. Nope. <laughs> nope. We're good. He's subscribed to Joe's OnlyFans for that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I now, I now have an account. That's how far we've come in these three episodes. <laughs> you take your top off and sing theme songs? <laughs> yes. Just the X-Men theme song. It isn't him following accounts of, of cosplay models. Xavier goes inside Research. with Cable, Wolverine, and Beast. Everybody else stays on the outside to continue the fight. As they're they're wandering through the halls, Wolverine says he specifically smells tree sap that's fresh. And Cable overconfidently is like, I've been here for, you know, hundreds of years. I know exactly where every trap is and immediately falls into a spike pit. <laughs> I would just let him at that point. 
It's funny because that literally only existed so that in like a minute from then, when they encounter the horsemen who have gone back inside, Cable runs off and traps one of the horsemen behind a different like falling wall trap. Mm -hmm. Like that was the whole point of him having that flub of knowing where the traps is. So he could then one up Wolverine is like, see, I told you I knew where the traps were. Just one one dick measuring contest after the other. Pretty much. <laughs> after the, the trap joke happens, Beast then just punches one of the mechanical horses and is like, oh, I broke my hand. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he, he was like, oh, I shouldn't have like flesh versus, he gives some Shakespeare. Yeah, like flesh thing. versus metal <laughs> type shit. He's like, wow, yeah, you really, now, now I'm questioning if you're book smart. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know that this you was going to happen? You punched a robot. <laughs> a robot Ow, horse. I punched, I punched this rock wall. My hand hurts. At that point, Cable kind of gets gets knocked by one of the horsemen. The fight wraps up as everybody else gets back inside. Beast is examining Cable. And he's like, oh, well, he's okay, but he's not going to be good for the next few minutes. And Scott is like, fuck it, we're going ahead. We'll get him on the way out. <laughs> yeah. They head inside the Lazarus chamber. Wolverine smells two rats is his his phrasing and then we see that the apocalypse that is getting out of the chamber which I mean maybe you should have just gotten the apocalypse when he was still in the chamber three right. days prior because <laughs> then you could have killed him and then there would be no apocalypse but you know timing yep that one turns into mystique we then see the hands go to the controls again there's this big flash that happens and then Cable comes to in the hallway, realize Xavier and Wolverine are missing and everybody's down. Dun, dun, dun. And then the episode wraps really, really quickly with the comment about the capture of the king. Yeah. They, they got that. Xavier, baby. They got Xavier. They got the, 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 the big brain. And then we and both you have to wait till next week to find out what happened. That's right, because Rod and I. Don't I like remember. how you were pointing at Joe as if he hasn't watched the episode yet. No, I, <laughs> in my head, it was the general public. But. Yes, but he meant me specifically. Yeah, we haven't let Joe watch the final episode yet. <laughs> we're gonna watch it and come back. <laughs> this is a quick one. Like, there's not a ton. It's all action. Uh, yeah, it's a it's a super action heavy episode. This was kind of the big. Not the not totally, but kind of the big bad conflict third act fight. Right? I mean, again, it's it's the structure of a movie. It's 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 the Batman the movie of the X Men the animated series. You know, it's you know the 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 midpoint obviously was Cable showing up with the Gray time Malkin. travel machine, and then the all is by lost. Its proper name, yes, Cray Malkin. Yeah, the yeah. time the, the government time travel machine <laughs> named after the Westchester, New York street address. <laughs> Well, you know, so yeah, I mean, that's kind of the midpoint, right? And then the all is lost moment is they get Xavier. It's 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 the perfect second half of a second act. Three structure, three act structure, <laughs> yeah. four act structure. <laughs> four acts. I really don't know why we don't just call it four acts, but yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Because one person put it in a textbook years ago, and yep. nobody felt like arguing. It's true. Yeah, it's really true. So yeah, I mean, it's it's it makes sense. It's all it's all action. It's the bad guys closing in, and it's all is lost. I think this might be the shortest episode ever of, yeah, of we're, our we're, show. We're only on thirty one minutes of recording. That time, is so definitely the shortest so this, episode. So this ever. is probably going to be like well, a, you know, I have something oh, yeah. we can do to pad the runtime. Right. <laughs> I have the script for Get Out, which John is not. Well, seen <laughs> thank you for joining us. If you have any thoughts, make sure to drop them to the comments for either the YouTube upload or the Instagram official post or the TikTok or just I don't know. Talk shit to joe on twitter if it hasn't gotten banned yet if you like what you heard appreciate a rating on the podcast app of your choosing you can find us on apple Podcasts, anchor spotify google Podcasts, and Castbox, and only fans no <laughs> I, you know what put it on only fans so i have an excuse to get an only fan subscription i can tell my wife that that's why i'm subscribing 
it all works. Perfect. Perfect.